Good morning, and I hope that you slept well. And if you did, make sure to thank God for that peaceful rest. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. And they say that you are to pray for your enemies and ask God to bless them and keep them at bay. So I'm dedicating today's podcast to our enemies. And that situation can turn around because God is in control of everything. And sometimes our enemies are under attack by the number one enemy. So they just need prayer and they need guidance from God to get off your back. Amen. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. Amen. Dear Father, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know. But when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. 
Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And God, as I open up my Bible at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven And I most sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord the blessings of your son for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, every one. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created, and the lives of those I love. There's nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. Forgive those that trespass against you. Just do it. Stay right there. Be right back in a moment. And this is from Joni Tada, from God's light shining through me every day. She says, Psalm 57, it reads, For great is your love reaching to the heavens, your faithfulness reaches to the skies. God is great, and so is his love and care for you. So just for a heartbeat or two, let him fill your field of vision to the exclusion of all else. God is bigger than this whole universe, but for some reason, it's easy to lose sight of him. The big picture is not the frenzied details of your life. The big picture 
is a God who holds you in his loving hands. Dear Lord, the events of my life loom so large. Deadlines, relationships, pressures, they become so big in my eyes that I can barely see you. But deep down, I know you are so much bigger than all of these things. Right now, once again, I will refocus on you, my Savior. Amen. John chapter 10 says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. We must train ourselves in godliness so that we can quickly and decisively recognize our shepherd's voice. When he speaks, we move. When his spirit nudges, we respond. With an investment of time in prayer and word, you will soon recognize every nuance of the shepherd's voice. Lord Jesus, I do, I do want to learn how to hear you better and respond to your direction more quickly. I know very well that this is where freedom lies and great peace of heart. So teach me to listen today and obey my dear shepherd. Amen. Beautiful. And In Touch Magazine, here they come with their teachings. It says, many of us would rather rely on ourselves than on one another. It's common for neighbors to treat each other with suspicion instead of congeniality. Independence may be a prized attribute in our culture, but not in the Bible. Nowhere in scripture will you find the erroneous quote, God helps those who help themselves. Interesting. The very fact that the Lord formed the church, a community of believers, reveals that he did not create people for self-sufficiency or isolation. In God's design, a close, committed biblical friendship between two believers serves to build both of them toward Christ-likeness. Look at any of the saints in the scripture and you will find evidence of reliance upon a close friend or a confidant for support. Paul in particular spoke freely and offered and often of his dependence upon dear companions and he encouraged others to form intimate partnerships as well. God's word tells us to love one another to bear our brothers, to confess our sins to fellow believers. So this means 
that we're to give ourselves away to others and receive from them in return. God designed this mutual encouragement to result in greater holiness throughout the body of Christ. To read more about that, read John chapter 13, Galatians chapter 6, James chapter 5, and Philippians chapter 2. I love it. All talking about the need for friendship. Amen. We never walk alone, listeners. Every day likely begins in a similar way. You wake up, you get ready, and you say good morning and your goodbyes. But the second you step over the threshold into the world, you face a host of challenges that vary from one day to the next. Thankfully, you have the Holy Spirit to guide and help you navigate whatever comes your way. He is your helper, the spirit of truth, and the one who is with you forever. Isn't it comforting to know that someone who loves you beyond all measure stays with you always? With the Spirit's aid, we can travel through life with confidence, our hearts filled with the peace that surpasses all comprehension. So each morning when you rise, remember you are not walking into the world alone. He is there and he is even more constant and radiant than the sun that shines through your windows. Amen. The Holy Spirit speaks to your heart. Place it somewhere prominent where you can see it each morning and be reminded of his presence. Amen. We'll be back with more wisdom and you know where we get that from. I thought this was beautiful. It says, the walls we build to keep people at a distance are often defenses against God as well. But if we share openly with a brother or sister in Christ, we will learn to be more honest with God too. You are never to walk alone. Okay. Today's Proverbs. Don't envy evil people or desire their company. For their hearts plot violence and their words always stir up trouble. A house is built by wisdom and becomes strong through good sense. 
Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with all sorts of precious riches and valuables. The wise are mightier than the strong, and those with knowledge grow stronger and stronger. So don't go to war without wise guidance. Victory depends on having many advisors. Wisdom is too lofty for fools. Among leaders at the city gate, they have nothing to say. A person who plans evil will get a reputation as a troublemaker. The schemes of a fool are sinful. Everyone detests a mocker. If you fail under pressure, your strength is too small. Rescue those who are unjustly sentenced to death and save them as they stagger to their death. Don't excuse yourself by saying, look, we didn't know. For God understands all hearts and he sees you. He who guards your soul knows that you knew. He will repay all people for their actions that they deserve. My child, eat honey for it is good and the honeycomb is sweet to the taste. In the same way, wisdom is sweet to your soul. If you find it, you will have a bright future and your hopes will not be cut short. Don't wait in ambush at the home of the godly and don't raid the house where the godly live. The godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. One disaster is enough to overthrow the wicked. Ooh. Don't rejoice when your enemies fall and don't be happy when they stumble. For the Lord will be displeased with you and will turn his anger away from them. Don't fret because of evildoers and don't envy the wicked. For evil people have no future and the light of the wicked will be snuffed out. My child, just fear the Lord and the King. Don't associate with rebels for disaster will hit them suddenly. Who knows what punishment will come from the Lord? A judge who says to the wicked, you are innocent, will be cursed by many people and denounced by the nations. It is wrong to show favoritism when passing judgment but it will go well for those who convict the guilty. Rich blessings will be showered on them. An honest answer is like a kiss of friendship. Do your planning and prepare your fields before your house, before building your house. Don't testify against your neighbor without cause. Don't lie about them. And don't say, now I can pay them back for what they have done to me. I'll get even with them. I walked by the field of a lazy person, the vineyard of one with no common sense, 
I saw it was overgrown with nestles. It was covered with weeds. Its walls were broken down. Then as I looked and thought about it, I learned this lesson. A little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit and scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. Those are words of wisdom for today. And God's way day by day. It says the Holy Spirit speaks to neutral hearts. By that, they don't mean passive or indifferent hearts. God gave us the ability to dream dreams and to make plans. Many of the Old and New Testament leaders were men and women of vision and ambition. So by neutral, it means being consumed with discovering what pleases the Holy Spirit rather than working to convince him of the wisdom and brilliance of our plans. I'm afraid many of us pray with the goal of talking God into things rather than trying to discover his will. And as a result, we will never hear him. Psalm 86, teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Amen. And Ephesians 6 says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, of the devil. When we focus only on what we need in a given moment, we lose all sense of the big picture in our lives. We shut out all thoughts of penalty for sin and we focus only on the pleasure that we believe we will experience. In order to build a defense against the devil, we need to keep the big picture of our lives always before us. Amen. Good words, good words. Stay right there, there's more. And finally, God's purpose for your life. Acts 20 says it is more blessed to give than to receive. Do you realize that God's blessings to you are not actually meant to end with you? His desire is that you share them with others. And this principle applies to every area of your life, including the gift of salvation what he teaches you, and what he provides for you. The Lord graciously supplies what you need and even what you want in order to fulfill his plans in your life and to shine his light to others. The thought of giving to others may intimidate you somewhat because so many people have so many needs. 
But be assured, sharing your blessings with others will never lead to deprivation, especially when God is leading you. Giving to others makes you a channel of his unending flow of provision. In fact, the Lord promises to make all grace abound to you so that always having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good deed. 2 Corinthians, and I'll repeat it. Make all grace abound to you, so that always having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good deed. God enriches you in response to your generosity. Therefore, be confident that you can never outgive the Lord. Demonstrate God's goodness in your life by meeting someone else's need. Don't let his generous provisions end with you. Pass them on and discover the joy of his never-ending cycle of blessings. So we pray, listeners, that God lead us in sharing our blessings with others and being a loving representative for him. Amen. Deuteronomy 10, to the Lord your God belong the heaven and the highest heavens, the earth and all that is in it. God doesn't meet your needs according to your resources. The gifts and talents you have or some other measure of ability, worth, or wealth. No, the Lord answers your needs according to his great supply and his riches are immeasurable, indestructible, and inexhaustible beyond our imaginations in size, scope, and magnificence. Everything that exists, seen or unseen, is owned by, governed by, and available to God at any given moment. He is in absolute control of everything. Likewise, he can create out of nothing. So even if what is required does not yet exist, God can bring it into being. Hallelujah. Let this comfort you, listeners. As Christians, you are living in union with the Creator, and you've been promised that He will supply all your needs according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So as you follow Him in obedience, there is no challenge or obstacle that you could face that is anything to him. There is nothing you can need that he cannot provide from his unlimited storehouse. You are united with God in his fullness. And that means that when you're walking in his will, you will never fall short. Jesus, thank you for supplying 
everything I need. I walk in your will and I'm grateful that I need never be afraid. Amen. That's all for today, listeners. Thank you so much for coming to pray with me. I hope that we filled your spirit with the knowledge that God has you every step of the way. We have nothing to fear. Please come back tomorrow and we'll pray some more together. Bye for now.